Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. All right, I'm so excited Gail is with me. I think, Gail, are you on the other end? Hey, Rachel. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think we chatted for a little while, Gail, and then I don't think anything was recording. So here we go. (laughs) We're starting. Take two. Um, Catch me up. How are you doing with COVID? What do you want to talk about today? (laughs) Oh, let's see. Um, I would just, I would just like to talk about the, can you, can you hear me? Now I can. Okay. Uh, wow, we're having some technical difficulty here today, but but we've got it. We've got it, lady. We've got it, audience. Got Hang it. on. All right. So, yeah, we're in the spring of COVID-19, and it's been life-altering for sure for everyone around the world. And just, you know, personally, it has been a huge transition. Uh, I We were temporarily empty nesting, and then now we have um, three of our young adult children that were home staying with us and two are still here and so just trying to figure out that that rhythm with right. uh, the the four and five of us in this little bungalow house and um, two of them trying to finish up school and I was working on finishing up a coaching program I'm in and Dave trying to figure out how to work out of the house and it it it's proven to be very challenging um, and just lots of grace has yeah, been needed yeah. as we bump into each other and um, are trying to figure out how to do life in this way. And then, and then when you think like, when's it going to end, or when will things reopen, or when will we be able to get jobs? Um, you know, Kendall came back from Los Angeles and moved mid March as she was graduating from her design program, and yeah. now trying to find a job. Well. No one's hiring right now. And right. so what does that look like? And then not being able to do graduation. And I know there's lots of seniors in high school and lots of seniors in college that right. are sad to miss that rites of passage and lots of weddings that have been canceled and just some really big life events that haven't been able to be experienced. Um, my son's It's almost studying- like you're, you're missing a, a way to really uh, grieve those, but at the same yeah. time, you have to. Like, you have to yeah. really say, uh, I'm really disappointed that I didn't get to do X. You know what I mean? I didn't get to graduate from high school or college. Or we had yeah. something, but it was online, and it feels different. And actually own it and say, I'm disappointed in that, you know, so that you can then move past. But you For can't sure. move past if you shove it down and act like, oh, it's no big deal, and I'm not disappointed. No, you can be disappointed. Oh, and angry and frustrated and mad and crushed and so sad. Um, all the all the emotions. Um, I I have compassion um, for for all those. And my daughter's going to some weddings, and you know they're doing weddings with like six people, and then having a party in the fall. So lots of right. things have been things like that have happened with. Um, you know, I'm kind of. I talked to a gal that got married. I actually did their wedding. Um, and the first wedding I've ever performed and haven't done one since, but it was fabulous. And I was talking to her because she has some friends that are going to get married. Some of them have pushed it out a whole year because of um, COVID-19 mm-hmm. and the restrictions. But other people that I know just got married. One is going to get married. And they're just, one of them had like 10 people. 
and another one, they're going to have it in the backyard, very few people. Here's my observation with that. In some ways, the wedding industry, which we have friends that are photographers and videographers, and I'm not against the industry. What I'm saying, though, is things kind of snowballed to this point of this huge, overwhelming wedding. And what I like about what's happening now, or one thing I see as a benefit, is that Mm You actually can have a small little intimate wedding and no other ginormous thing is on you to um, a burden, I guess I'm saying, to carry. Mm-hmm. And that part, I think, is um, a benefit. Mm-hmm. However, how hard is that to choose who gets to come and who, you know, when people aren't mm-hmm. celebrating and whatever. So it's just a mixed bag that way. Yeah, the whole thing's a mixed bag. You know, being being at home can have some really sweet benefits. Uh, and then... And there's other things where it's, I don't know, it feels so restrictive and so frustrating. And um, yeah, gamut of emotions. Um, I, as I was saying in take one of our podcast, um, that there's a lot of, there's a, there was in the beginning, I was kind of messed up. I I was uh, heavy laden and kind of numb and had tears behind my eyes a lot yeah, yeah. and couldn't get things done unless people came alongside and like, hey, we're going to clean out the garage today. And then we all worked on that and that felt really good. And then there were other days where I just find myself like kind of staring out the window and that's okay yep. too. But yep. um, um, not feeling the pressure to have to become this new human and this amazing, you know, write the book you never thought you could and and all these all these pressures on us. And I just, um, I don't know, we're still kind of in this situation, but I do better in a day when I don't do that to myself. And I've been trying to press into the Lord on what do I do today? What do you, what do I not do today? And yes, um, as, as I've been finishing up this program I'm in, as I said, I, one of the verses um, was Isaiah 26, three through four. And mm-hmm. And he just says, um, you keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And for me, um, my eyes were and my mind were kind of all over the place, you know, whether it's the news or um, things that were non-news or just human stories or what was going on in my home or you know, our lack of jobs and our finances being really tight right now. And because there aren't sales happening and just so much of the world and the burdens of the world were weighing me down. And, um, I don't know. I just had to keep pressing into like trusting him and through cancer, when he would speak to me, it was, you know, I've got you and I've got this. And I felt that in the process of this, these few months, um, yeah, that is and it kind of quiets so essential that we hear him. Yeah, it quiets the chatter of the world and mm-hmm. kind of honed me in. So, mm-hmm. but it's literally hour by hour, day by day. <laughs> I think there was maybe a text that I texted you, and it was like you knew you were climbing up, climbing up and mm-hmm. out of something, you know. And that's I was just so glad you texted me those words because I could see it. I could see mm-hmm. like, okay, wait a minute. We all know we fall in a hole or we all know when it feels like that. And we, we aren't led by feelings, but we have them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. to be able to go, no, 
this is um, a better day than yesterday or whatever. And to be kind to ourselves when, when we have those situations. I know for me, it's been um, just this awareness of, like you said, I wanted to do certain things, but then I didn't want somebody to tell me I had to do these things. Like I yeah. am now this many weeks into it, beginning to work on this new book thing that I'm working on. But right away, it wasn't even on my mind. It, it wasn't even on my mind. I would do things with my husband because like you, I did better when somebody was alongside me. And on my mm -hmm. own, I was not able to focus very well. I would start to read, but then I would put that book aside and put take up a different book and I would only read part of a chapter or part of a page and then I, I couldn't really focus. And so it was interesting. I had to, I had to be uh, kind to myself instead of feeling like, you're such a flake, you can't even concentrate. I was like, my mind is not able to hone in right now. And I yeah. feel that now I'm not like oh, completely on the opposite side or anything, but there's more of the, the waves are really um, calming down. And I feel like there's not as much ripple on the water at all. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm in a more rested place, mm -hmm. but I really have forced myself to go there too. You know, just be in the word and try to sit, like just sit. It's allowed mm -hmm. to sit. And I'm allowed to sit, even though I'm a doer and I like to accomplish things and check things off my list and whatnot. Um, but we can do where we feel like if we didn't accomplish something, we're not weathering this storm well. That's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. We're not human doings. We're human beings. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've had to be kind to myself. And years ago, I wrote, like maybe a year ago, I wrote this blog called uh, Do You Should On Yourself? And Michael was like, Rachel, you're not calling it that. And I said, yes, that's the title of it. And because I could wake up in the morning immediately, you should do this. You should, 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 should. And it was mm -hmm. like, what is God asking me to do? What is the Holy Spirit opening doors for me to do? What are, what are the promptings that I feel? What's in front of me with other people naturally and organically instead of I should. And if I don't, I'm no good. You know, that's performance based. I didn't want to be there, you know. So for sure. Shedding for sure. some of that. Yeah. It's, that's good. I think too, in the, um, like the zoom calls or just in reaching out to people, um, remembering to just create a safe environment for people to show up right where they truly are. And if they're lonely and they're hurting and they're sad and they don't know why, if they're, um, hopeless or if they're having a big old time because they just redid a bedroom or something, just yeah. allowing people that environment to show up. Uh, cause I'm in a few different groups and, you know, some, some of the times I cried and I'm like, I don't even know why I'm crying. And then other times I've been like, <laughs> so I'm good. I'm good. We planted a garden. I've never had a garden before. And I've got little baby Aww. tomatoes and we cleaned out our garage and, um, we redid a bathroom. And then other days I'm like, I can barely get out of my jammies and I just want to eat potatoes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I think that is so honest and so true. Like there's been times where I'm going to bed and I realize I still have on my robe from the morning. And yes. there's been other days where nothing is going on, but I get dressed and I have actually brushed my hair. And one day I put mm -hmm. on earrings and it was like, that's what I wanted to do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like that, and it, that was okay. And then there's been days where I've eaten perfectly well. And there's other days when I'm like, you know what? I think I just have to have some ice cream, you know, whatever. Exactly. So, it is good to be kind to yourself. And we've never done this, Gail. We've, I've right. never done anything like this nope. before. No, nope. no, nope. Most of us yes. haven't experienced anything like this. And for the duration um, of time either. Sure, sure. 
I think in the beginning I was eating more than a human should um, and it was not good. And then in the last few weeks, I actually hired my daughter to coach me and walk through physical fitness and set up a little chart and we work out together now and she's, you know, we're shop, you know, we will go to the grocery store and then we'll make meals for our family and, um, just getting back on track to like taking care of my temple because I was off the rails the first month of the, the shutdown and, um, and that didn't help with my fogginess nor depression. You know, so what? That's, that's a good that's way to chase good. it out because I, I know the same, <laughs> it's like, how come I'm so foggy? Okay. Well, you, you know, you don't usually eat this or you usually take mm-hmm. your walk by now, but you haven't or whatever, you know. So overall, well, my jeans, though. My jeans wouldn't zip. So there was a problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> I put my jeans on after having sweatpants or like walking or yoga pants on forever. And I'm like, okay, we should all remind one another. You should put your uh-huh. jeans on at least once a week. <laughs> Something that buttons. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, but how are you doing overall? Not like in rating yourself, but just today in this time. It's it's um, oh, so it's been it's been really hard. Um, yeah. And um, there was a huge uh, financial setback for us and um, it stirred up. It squeezed. It squeezed Mm -hmm. me like a wine press. And um, I processed through a ton of emotion. And um, a a friend from down here posted a photo of a tornado in Oklahoma. And this picture depicted exactly how I've been feeling. And so there's this tornado. And and I'll, I'll have to post it on our instagrams and stuff so you can see it but it's this tornado and sticking out of the side of it or you know what looks like it is is this rainbow and it's a real photograph that has not been filtered it's not altered someone caught yeah this storm and i and i'm i kept hearing that gail you're steadfast and it's like i wasn't feeling steadfast i was feeling Mm. tossed to and fro i was feeling like I can't do this. I'm not capable. I don't have the mind for the finances. I can't, like my brain, I, it's, this is too hard. Um, why is this happening again? I mean, all the stuff. And I literally felt like I was in this tornado and at the same time believing like God's promises are true. I'm steadfast in the Lord. He's faithful. And yeah. yet I'm in a tornado. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful picture for me to grab onto that you can be both. You can be yeah. in the middle of a crazy season or depression or like really hard things in your family or job losses or what, I mean, business is not opening, all sorts of things right now. And yet God is faithful and he's got us and um, his promises are true And it can be at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And so for me, that's where I'm, I'm kind of sitting. I'm sitting in that, in that picture. Um, I don't think it's forever, but it it represents where I'm at right now. It's beautiful. I, I I really, um, I remember, I think you might've texted it to me because I can Mm -hmm. totally picture it. So I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. you did. It was amazing. Let's pause a second. 
If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to the real deal. It was a little bit of an abrupt end to a story because I said, and that was amazing. (laughs) There is no more conversation with Gail. We had so many things come against us that day, and we did not get the rest of the conversation either. So I wanted to salvage what we could. And so I am giving you what we got from Buddy Time, and I'm just going to close it out. So I, I don't know who you process with, but I am so grateful for my friend Gail. And we talked through some things for Buddy Time and also just about COVID. We were talking about, you know, processing. So who do you process with? It's really important to find somebody that you can talk to. And definitely you can always talk to God. But I'm thankful. I just want you guys to know that Gail is amazing. I've had perfect conversations with her where it's worked really well for the podcast and we've had many snafus and she's just hung with me during that time. Most of them were things that um, neither one of us knew exactly what to do because we were just learning. But Gail, I love you. Big shout out to you for how you process with me and how you frame things. And I just bless you today. So Lord, bless Gail. Give her um, a sense that you really are with her. Even in a hurricane, even in a big storm, you are the covenant-keeping God who's got that rainbow. Just bless her today in Jesus' name. As I close, I just wanted to pray a prayer over you. It's from Psalm 86. It's a prayer of King David. And there's just parts of Psalm 86 that I thought would be a really great prayer in this time for our country, for our nation, for the world. Uh, It would just be a great prayer. So let me read this uh, to you, and then I'm just going to pray over you in my own words. I'm using David's to begin with. Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and I trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am calling on you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I give myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call to you whenever I am in trouble, and you will answer me. No pagan god is like you, O Lord. None can do what you do. All the nations you have made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will praise your holy name, for you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. With all my heart, I will praise you, O Lord, my God. I will give glory to your name forever. For your love for me is very great, and you have rescued me from the depths of death. O God, insolent people rise up against me. A violent gang is trying to kill me. You mean nothing to them. But you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. Look down and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Save me, the son of your servant. Send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. So God, I thank you for this um, audience. And I thank you for all the real dealers out there that are listening today. I pray that buddy time was of an encouragement to them, but I also pray God right now in the name of Jesus, that you would bless, that you would instruct, that you would direct, that you would keep us. I thank you that you are healer. 
your protector, your provider. So Lord, there's so many people in times of uncertainty, but we will not fear. Your perfect love casts out fear, Lord. So I just ask that your love would be over each one listening right now, wherever they are, that your love would come over them in the name of Jesus from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, that they would feel as though they are being washed in liquid love. Your love, God, is so good. So I pray for each one. And God, until there's another buddy time or until there's another real deal to listen to, I pray that you would keep this person safe, that you would protect them at night and their sleep would be sweet because you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. So bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that you've hung in with us during this time that was a little bit odd, but I love you and I'm grateful for all of you who listen and tune in regularly. So share it, share it, share it, share it. I just want to spread the encouragement. Okay, bye. Bless you all. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace. 